Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Welcome back. Glad to have you here on the block. ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. Syracuse Georgetown as the day rolls around. The breaking news that uh, Syracuse defensive coordinator Tony White is moving on, according to ESPN's Pete Thamel, will be taking the same position at Nebraska. We will certainly discuss that more and any developments that come out of that that's just uh, been reported within the last hour and a half. Uh, Pete breaking that news just past 3 o'clock on the social media, so we will uh, follow uh, that, track that, and how Syracuse moves on from it uh, with the pinstripe bowl approaching, signing day coming up, transfer portal open, all the craziness in the world of college football. They actually put out the new renderings for the seats at the uh, JMA Wireless Dome as well. Looks pretty sharp to me, and I think everybody's back will uh, be thankful for the new seats that are coming for 2024, by the way. There was some discussion they would be ready for this year, but now they're saying uh, fall of 2024. John Wildhack told me that th- last week in a chat on Syracuse.com, and uh, he said, look out for the story there, and uh, there it is. It's out, so you can see those, and we'll react to that as well. Right now, we're going to dip into... The Bills make me want to You know, look, the Bills are the story here, and that's why we bring in John Murphy, the voice of the Buffalo Bills. But uh, it's Tage Thompson Day in Western New York, uh, Murph. <laughs> Holy moly, look at this kid going out there and dropping five goals last night. Sabres fans must be fired up, too. Yeah, a little bit. I went to the. I don't go to a whole lot of hockey games. I went last Sunday night and saw them uh, r- really handle San Jose, which is no great task. But Thompson scored in that game too. I think Sunday night. So they're they're coming along. They're sort of up and down. They may have a too big a hill to climb as far as making the playoffs, but they're certainly playing much better. A lot of young talent coming around. They've just got yeah. to shore up that goaltending situation. We'll see if UPL is the long term answer. And uh, I think. I think I've heard that for the past few years, though, Murph. It's like, I got a lot of young talent. Just wait. It's like, well, we've been waiting, so let's let's see what could happen there. But yeah. to watch Tage Thompson go out there and just drop a superstar performance like that is, is very encouraging for the Sabres, to say the least. Yeah, it certainly was. Goaltending is the issue, and, you yeah. know, that's not a thing that's easily fixed, I don't think. Um, I'm not sure what they can do. They're probably not in a position to – to make a big trade or give up assets for the future. So we'll see what happens. You know, they're still um, a, m- a month or two away from the trade deadline in the NHL. Murph, uh, onto the world of the Buffalo Bills here. And uh, boy, they needed that. Come back, you know, uh, big win this past weekend. Got the Jets coming up, upcoming here. You know, we'll get to the Vaughn Miller news and some of the things that happened this week, but uh, just uh, take me through Buffalo going in and uh, kind of flipping the script now. When they play the Patriots, they're in full control here, and uh, the Bills have kind of taken the narrative away from the Patriots as the kings of the AFC East. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't know if I uh, <laughs> think that's a long-term thing, but for now, that's good. They've won three in a row overall, including the Patriots game uh, a week ago today, and now they have uh, two more AFC East games. I might feel more comfortable answering that in a couple weeks when they get done playing the Jets this Sunday and the Dolphins a week from Sunday, because then we'll know the, which way the AFC East is going. But they have had, you know, the, the best record in the division for the last few years. They've had. Uh, the best talent in the division. Now they just got to show it. They got to perform on the field and 
and again this year get through all the many injuries they've had. Going back to that Patriots game, I mean, there's a lot of things that stand out there, but to see Bill Belichick essentially kind of wave the white flag and not use his timeouts and not try and get back into that game, I mean, there was a lot of math going against him there, but it was just surprising that it's basically like, okay, yeah, they got us here. What was your reaction to see how the Bills I, controlled that game and won that game? I thought the same thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was unlike most of the time we've seen from Belichick who competes until the bitter end, sometimes to a fault. Um, and look, I know I, he acknowledges, I think now that uh, the Bills are the better team than the Patriots and probably the best team in the division. But uh, it's still interesting to see him take a different tack uh, at the end of those games, I'm not quite sure where the Patriots are in terms of uh, contention. You know, they're, obviously their record isn't great now, and they're in the the bottom of the division looking up. Um, they don't have a complete team. I think the Patriots do have issues, but um, they can compete from time to time. I'm not sure what they need to fix either. You know, they're sort of all over the place. I think uh, uh, they don't have a ton of, uh, although. Uh, uh, they're getting better at the running back spot. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not really sure what the Patriots' issues are. I'm not going to worry about it really until uh, January yeah. 9th when the Bills play him again. You That's know? right. Murph, uh, one uh, big development for this team. We've talked about him a little bit, but he had a terrific game last oh. week. As, as it said out there, let James Cook and uh, put a real spark into that running game. Starting to see more Naheem Hines as well. And look, this is what Buffalo needed. This is the compliment to Josh Allen. It's great when he takes off and runs and gets those big plays. But the running game is back, and I'm frankly I'm happy to see it. Like everybody just basically in the past, you know, decade or so is like, yeah, running backs don't need them, right? We'll take one in the fourth round. But you know, there's value in having a strong running game, and to see it progressing at this time of the year is big for this team. I agree. You know, I think uh, and look, the Bills are a pass first team, and they should. Uh, I think they will maintain that, but. The one thing a, a good running game does is allow you to control a game. You know, when you get a lead, you can control it a little bit more. Yes, I'm talking about running the ball, using more time, and and sort of being in control. And that's one thing that a lot of teams that throw the ball well lack, you know, when they don't have a complementary running game. I, I don't think the Bills should get away from throwing the football because they're, they're really good at it. Josh Allen is among the best in the league. But to have a running game that uh, can control the clock and to uh, – can slow things down and, and give you a chance to figure out which way the game's going is critical. James Cook, a second-round pick out of Georgia, he's been a big addition. It took him a while, I think, to get up to speed, and maybe it took him equally as long for the Bills to figure out how to use him. I mean, they started out thinking, well, this guy's fast and he's a good pass receiver. Uh, and so back in September and through most of October, he was viewed as a, as a passing threat coming out of the backfield. I think he has demonstrated the last three weeks now that he can do much more than that and is a very valuable player. I think Devin Singletary, again, is having a strong year, maybe his strongest yet in his NFL career. And uh, the combination of those two is is pretty formidable. I think the Bills can do a lot of things with those two. And you mentioned Naheem Hines. He didn't get a ton of carries the other day, but he got a lot of snaps. Um, I, I think they're sort of finding their way with him, like, how to use him effectively. He's a great return specialist. They're going to use him there. They, uh, they've used him as a receiver. In fact, they used him as a slot receiver a lot against the Patriots and against uh, um, the Lions the week before that. But I'm not quite sure if they've settled on exactly how much or how to use uh, Naeem Hines. But I think he's a weapon in their arsenal that they do want to use going down the stretch here. John Murphy is the voice of the Buffalo Bills joining us here. Bills and Jets coming up this weekend. We'll discuss that matchup coming up. But uh, big news this week, Murph. Um, man, Vaughn Miller. You know, th there was a thought he could come back, rest up four weeks away, 
back for the playoffs, but when they actually went to do the surgery, they discovered, uh-oh, that's a torn ACL, which there was some fear it could be. It's That's a big blow, and we've talked about it here. He was the closer for this defense. I still think this is a great Bills defense that can do some big things, but you know, there's a reason the Bills went out and got Vaughn Miller as well to kind of be that guy that brought it all together. What's the impact and the adjustment now? We know Vaughn Miller's out. Brent, help me out. Are you the guy who came up with that term, the closer? Because I've been citing it. This, yeah. No, seriously. I'm, I'm, I think that's me. Yeah. I'll take I credit for is. that. I was talking <laughs> I was talking to a couple of uh, uh, buddies of mine who covered the Bills, longtime Bills reporters, and I said, and we're talking about the impact of losing Von Miller, and I said, I can't remember where I heard this, but I've heard him referred to as the closer, and he is a closer. I mean, look, when the Bills, and they're, when they're up, by a touchdown or a couple of points or 10 points in the fourth quarter, and they know the, they know the other team has to pass, they have the ultimate closer, the guy who can, can rush the quarterback, at least hurry him, if not sack him, and put that threat away, and that's gone. I mean, last year they really lacked that. Uh, they lacked that kind of pass rush uh, presence, and he provided that in many games this year. Uh, I looked it up the other day. He's played to date, and this includes um, – I think it includes uh, the the uh, Patriots game last week when he did not play, and includes the Lions game when he only played, uh, you know, first half. But he's played only about fifty five percent of the snaps defensively, which isn't a lot. But they started out the season the first month or so he was playing thirty five percent of the snaps. They began to see how how much uh, presence he had and how much he had to offer, so they gave him more snaps. But I think the Bills have have always wanted to have a healthy eight man rotation on the defensive line. That's been cut into with the loss of Von Miller now. Um, but it wasn't as if he was, you know, every down, down in, down out, you know, sacking the quarterback. But when it really mattered, his sacks were consequential. You know, like we've seen guys, we've seen guys here in Buffalo who get sacks that didn't matter as much as Von Miller's sacks meant. And it's more about sacks, numbers of sacks. It's about pressure and, uh, you know, presence and hurrying the quarterback. And he was great at that. That will be missed. There's, there's no question about it. That was kind of the weakness in the Buffalo defense a year ago. I think they're pretty well equipped to deal without him, but he's a future Hall of Famer. You can't not miss him, you know. Murph, uh, we talked to, about this a few weeks ago, but he's actually uh, come through Buffalo. He visited uh, along with the Giants and the Dallas Cowboys. And I think you and I kind of agreed. Like, uh, my team's on the field. I don't think this team necessarily needs Odell Beckham Jr., Um Got to say, Murph, I think I've come around on that. I'll take them. <laughs> I'll take whatever pieces they can get. Got to boost this thing up here uh, down the stretch. Yeah. I wouldn't hate it if he went somewhere else, but I wouldn't hate it if he came to Buffalo either. I guess I'm kind of there. You know, I don't know what he has to offer this year for anybody, including uh, the Cowboys, including, you know, I mean, Jerry Jones was public the other day about how we really need to, to work him out to see when or if he might be able to help us this year. Is he going to be a – just a playoff performer? Do we wait until mid-January or even later to get him in the lineup? Can we use him down the stretch here? Uh, and that's a big factor in not only uh, in what he's paid and how he's used, but I think uh, how he fits into your team, you know. Um, I'm not sure. I, I guess I'm kind of where you are. I mean, he can't hurt, right, if he's healthy, but I don't know if anybody has a good handle on when he'll be healthy enough to contribute. Um you know, we're down to the last uh, the last uh, quarter of the of the regular season now, and then into the playoffs. He could be a contributor if he's healthy, but you got to tell me when he's going to be healthy. I guess before I get excited about it. Jets coming up, traditional one o'clock slot on a Sunday. Murph, mm -hmm. that was the game when Josh Allen got hurt right at the end a few weeks ago. Different quarterback on the field now for the Jets. Still a good defense though, and a team that's right in the thick of it here. They're 
Uh, they're not in the hunt. They're in the seventh spot right now in the AFC, but uh, the Bills could certainly, uh, as we said, continue to assert themselves in this division and kind of knock the Jets out of that conversation with a win. How do you see this one breaking down? I don't think it's going to be easy. It's going to be interesting to me to see, uh, I mean, the Jets have flaws, but they are 7-5, and five and they do play good defense. They have kind of a big-time performer on each level of their defense from uh, Quinn and Williams up front to uh, Sauce Gardner in the back end, uh, C.J. Mosley in the middle. The defense is solid. Uh, they're one of the better pass-rushing teams. They get they get pass-rush pressure with by rushing four. You know, they don't blitz that much, which is impressive. The Bills like to do that, too. It's going to be interesting to see how long they can uh, thrive, really, with, with the new quarterback. And he's been pretty good. You know, Mike White's been pretty good. One-on-one uh, and one as a starter. Uh, the Bills intercepted him four times last November, in November of 21, when they played him. Uh, I think he's developed since then. I think he's got uh, better weapons to choose from on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, but he's been a little up and down. Um, uh, he's certainly an upgrade. Uh, he's an upgrade over his uh, predecessor, uh, Wilson. But... Um, I'm not quite sure how far you can carry them, and I I, I think the Bills uh, have a better team than the Jets, but there's a little bit of uh, uncertainty because you don't know which Mike White you're going to get, I guess, in this game. Murph, always enjoy the conversation. Uh, enjoy the rest of the way here, and uh, we'll be watching and listening on Sunday as the Bills take on the Jets, and we'll talk to you again next week, my friend. Great. Thank you, Brent. Good to talk to you. Thank you, Murph. That's John Murphy, folks, the voice of the Buffalo Bills. We will break. We will come back, and uh, basically I'm going to rant about how incompetent the Red Sox are. You guys ready for that? You Yankee fans will certainly enjoy it. Stay right there.